Welcome to the Debt Free Journey podcast and I'm Sophia Cargis from Drowning in Debt. I'm excited to be able to share our podcast with you and hope you find the information helpful on your journey to a debt-free life. This is Dimitri at Drowning in Debt. Overcoming the shame was one of the most critical parts of me finding a way through what was a very difficult time in my life. With $160,000 worth of credit card debt and having just lost the family home, I found myself in a very difficult position. I was working professionally, so I was quite privileged in that respect. I had good income coming in, but the overall amount of the debt certainly overwhelmed me. And I often fought really with the shame that was associated with reaching out and speaking to family and friends about it. It was quite embarrassing. It was quite humiliating. I certainly didn't tell my colleagues about it, although I suspect they may have known something was not quite right. I was distracted at work. I was distracted at home. Uh, it affected my physical and mental well-being. So, yeah, on balance, it was a very difficult part and very difficult time in my life. Uh, and the shame is something like, you know, on reflection, it's easy to say I shouldn't have felt it. But I, I can assure you, if you're listening to this or if you're going through something similar, I can certainly understand the situation you find yourself in. It's quite natural to feel ashamed and to feel distant and distracted. And it wasn't really until I reached out to a dear friend of mine who supported me through that time in my life that I actually started to feel somewhat unencumbered and somewhat able to reach out and talk to my, my family about it and some of my closer friends about it. But that initial interaction with a very dear friend of mine certainly created the roadmap and gave me clarity around the fact that I was really struggling with it. I was procrastinating for a long time. I was in denial. I stuck my head in the sand like uh, most people would in that situation. So whilst I found myself ashamed and embarrassed, uh, it was really, really the first step for me in putting together a plan and putting together the next steps in the in the recovery. It's pretty much, I guess, if you would want to describe it, uh, amassing that kind of debt ultimately became an addiction. I had uh, good income, so access to credit, and I ultimately became reliant on the credit lines continuing to be available to me in order to, to survive. So at the time, I was doing a property development, going through a, uh, a divorce. Um, you know, there, was, there was a lot of turmoil in my life. I was changing employment as well. So there was no, no real stability that I could really reach into uh, in order to find some comfort and some, some clarity. So I, I would encourage you if, you, if you are experiencing some kind of distress in your life financially, to, to reach out to someone. I, I know it's difficult. It's, uh, it's easier to hide and pretend it's not there. But uh, just like my debt, it didn't go away. Uh, and it certainly, wait, it certainly waited for me to be ready to deal with it. Uh, at, at the height of my credit card debt, I was running seven credit cards, uh, ranging from you know eight thousand dollars in balance up to sixty thousand dollars, and it was certainly a, a tricky process reaching out and trying to negotiate and discuss with each of the creditors ways that I could work through what was significant debt. I'd certainly had advice at the time to to seek a bankruptcy route, which wasn't really an option for me, given I certainly worked in banking and financial services. That would have had a significant detriment to me longer term in being able to seek alternate employment within the industry. So uh, it's something I didn't do. Uh, At the time, I was in $126,000 of debt, and uh, the gentleman advised me that it would cost me $30,000 to get out of debt. Now, if if I had the $30,000 available to me, I certainly wouldn't be seeking advice around bankruptcy. So it's, it's easy for me to sit back and, and reflect on what I could have done differently. And I, I guess part of the reason I'm sharing my story is to, 
to hopefully be able to help a number of people that might be experiencing some difficulty. We're in the midst of the coronavirus at the moment and, uh, you know, the, the timing is quite interesting in terms of uh, wanting to share this uh, on an audio platform, but I, I'm just hopeful that uh, it reaches a number of you that are experiencing some difficulty. It's easy for me to say there shouldn't be any shame because I certainly felt it. Uh, it's, it's a natural part of the healing process to, to feel the shame. But I'm, I'm certain that once you confront it, either with a loved one or someone close to you that can help you through this, uh, there, is, there is a lot of daylight at the other end of this process. Things open up significantly. Certainly for me, I found a lot of capacity in my, in my life once I was able to get clarity and put an action plan in place. I, th I think the, the doing of very little, the procrastination, certainly caused my anxiety at the time to be heightened. And I, I certainly felt that once I positive steps towards uh, moving through an action plan. I was I became very clear on what I had to do, the time frames I had to do it in. Um, the, you know, the stopping the phone calls from the banks and the creditors was a big part of the process. That certainly helped give me some capacity. So you know, that's not a very pleasant part of the experience. So whatever you're going through, I can assure you I've uh, experienced in part at least some of uh, the difficulty you're going through. Now each circumstance is certainly a little bit different. Uh, we're certainly finding that with the people we're supporting and, and particularly in this environment amidst the the crisis in the economy and the crisis of confidence that uh, we're all seeing amidst the coronavirus. It's a very interesting time. It's a very difficult time. But I think it's also a very important time to take stock of where you're at. It might not necessarily be as a result of the virus that you're finding yourself in financial difficulty, but it does provide a really good backdrop to the extent that you want to take some action and to consolidate some of your repayments, uh, whether it's a consolidation, a debt negotiation, it's something that we'd work through with you to advise the best course of action given your circumstances. We're certainly seeing some of our clients actually obtaining employment in this in this climate, which is quite pleasing, but uh, I do appreciate that the backdrop on balance is uh, not a pretty one. But I think it provides the great opportunity to review your expenses, review everything that you're going through, and really take stock of what's really important over the next six or nine months. But I'd have to say, just once again to reiterate, the, the, the shame in this whole process and this whole experience was something that stuck with me for a long time. I, you know, I, I, I couldn't see a way through it. I knew that once I confronted into the truth that I would be essentially exposed forever, that everybody would know that I had accumulated significant debt. Uh, it, it had taken control of me and I felt that I'd be exposed as a fraud. Uh, certainly on, on reflection, I wish I'd come out a lot earlier and shared the struggles I was experiencing with loved ones and friends coming through the other side of it. It's enabled me and my wife uh, to now really support a number of people that are experiencing financial difficulty, and it's certainly giving us a sense of fulfilment that we otherwise wouldn't have uh, been enjoying. So despite how difficult things might be, despite how ashamed you might feel, uh, I'd really encourage you to reach out for a chat for some support. We'd certainly be happy to share with you our views on how to best work through it. And there's unfortunately too many of those to cover off in this uh, episode of the podcast, but I'd certainly be covering off on some of those in upcoming episodes. Uh, and again, we're not here to judge you in terms of how you've managed to arrive in your current situation. We see circumstances that relate to, to gambling, to business failure, to marital distress, to loss of employment, there's a number of characteristics as to why someone might end in, end up in a situation where the debt has overcome them, but we'd certainly encourage you to take decisive action in terms of putting this to a stop, and whether it's freezing your interest repayments or whatever the solution might be, 
we'd suggest the current climate represents a really good opportunity to work through your current situation, whether it's coronavirus related or not. The banks are certainly open to some discussions and negotiations that really are beneficial for, for many, many customers at this stage. So thank you again for taking the time to listen to our podcast and we look forward to uh, welcoming you back to the next one. Thank you for listening to our Debt-Free Journey podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to share it with family, friends or anyone who's experiencing financial hardship. We look forward to having you join us for our next episode.